next time on NP Armageddon. Ixnay on the Ausmay when the ear mouse is declared the national bird. Ear mouse is good, the ear mouse is grand. The ear mouse always listens, so don't get out of hand. A sludge monster attacks Franklin Village, which deserves every second of it, believe you me. It's eating me alive from the inside. And a new food policy initiative promises to address the plight of the hungry. You call it hunger? We call it great. Plus brand new history and traffic. History is a harsh mistress, Brian. She is a harsh, harsh mistress. Featuring the voice talents of John Delancey, Harlan Ellison, Amy Landon, Asterios Kokonos, Jackson Lansing, Andrew Bowser, Tazon Day, and many others. All this and more in NPR Armageddon, Episode 5, Cut, Cut Off Your, your head, head With a, a Chainsaw. Imagine, if you will, that the most frightening things on Earth are about to come out of the darkness. They will look surprisingly like your neighbors, your friends, your family. This situation must be controlled before it's too late. They are multiplying too rapidly. Now accept the fact that there's no escaping the awful consequences. We've got to survive. Somebody's got to survive. When there is no more room in hell, the dead will walk the earth. Dawn of the dead. They must be destroyed on sight. There is nothing you can do to stop it. It's too late. It's coming to a theater near you. Dawn of the dead contains scenes of violence that may be considered shocking. No one under 17 will be admitted. Dawn of the dead from United Film Distributing Company. And during the few moments that we have left, we want to talk right down to earth in a language that everybody here can easily understand. We should thank our lucky stars. They're still putting on a program of this caliber after so many years. I probably shouldn't be asking this given my fluctuating social standing, but why us? Two seats opened up. Chris Flanagan got sent to military school for kissing his stepsister, and Alec Ames is awaiting trial for the victimless crime of armed assault. He succeeded. He was successful in just using his mouth to get the man off. And yes, the rumors are true. They smoke, they drink, they use bad language in mixed company. They're extremely rich, and they can flash more bling than most posses in this room. Rock stars they are, and God bless them for that. I'm Chris. Hey, everybody. I'm Peter Pantlet. I'm also Chris. You're a goddamn genius. And we are your friends with benefits. Hashtag FWB podcast. Smells like a bunch of farts got in a fight. Hundred and ninety-nine and one half 
time. It's a technicality because we're both not here this week. So it's a technicality coming to you live. But I'm not by myself. Of course not. Can't have that. The last time I did a solo episode, everybody revolted and called it revolting. So brought along some backup, brought along someone to share the studio space on the upside down bar stool that is inside the FWB podcast worldwide headquarters recording studio. You know him and you love him from Superhero Deep Dive. Formerly of the award-winning Before It All Begins Again, which I still miss every day. Ladies and gentlemen, where's the applause? Hold on, I have an applause sound as well. Oh, he left. I don't know what happened. He just left. I was just about to introduce him, and I think it left, so hold on. I feel like that was my fault, and uh, I ruined the big reveal. Like, it is legitimately my fault, and... I'm now stalling for time until I can get him back. But I'm going to get him back and he I'm going to I'm going to pull this up and he's going to be like, "I don't know what happened." And I'm going to say, "I don't I also don't know what happened." But I'm going to surprise him with the the sound. You're going to hear me call for him. Here he is. I don't All know right. what happened, but it's Jason. Hey, 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 Super Deep Divers and my friends with Benefit. I don't know what that was, but we recovered. You know what's funny is that we'll have a half an hour conversation before the show. Yeah. And then as soon as it starts, that's when my computer decides to reconnect. Yeah, I'm like, I don't know what happened, but I'm going to spend about 30 seconds, uh, what we in the business call padding for time. And <laughs> I was like, we're just going to reconnect and it's going to be great. And we're going to get there and no one's going to be the wiser, except for the fact that I just admitted it. So otherwise, buddy, I'm so glad you are here to spend some Man, time. I can't you. tell you how excited I am to be here. The last time we were together was what? In March. Yeah, it was March. Yeah, it was March. Yes. It was March. I had the white pants and Yeah. The white we we had people getting roasted by a sixteen year old. Yeah. Yeah, you had your sassy travel companion that was roasting the hell out of everybody that came within a Hold on, hold on. Let me let me put a disclaimer out. My sassy travel companion was my sixteen year old (laughs) daughter, not a random sixteen year old girl. No, no, I didn't even say was a six. You just said a sixteen year old. It could have been a boy. We don't know. That's not much better. It's not, but I was just. It was my sixteen year old daughter who wanted to come to the convention, and she just laid into people, and it was amazing. Was that? And then I found out she stole a bottle of. Mustard. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. We got to tell that story in a minute. My first, my, my favorite part of that whole thing was when, uh, that guy who played the, the Jason in the fan film who thought that he was hot shit. Like he thought, he thought he was just like the greatest, like he, he, he would like tell people, Oh yeah, I played Jason. Oh yeah. Yeah. I played Jason Voorhees when really it was like some guy's $8 fan film. And like, he went to like a camping area at one of the state parks and just shot his little movie. 
And she, I love it when their catering budget is Chick Fil A. Yeah, that that was basically what it was, and it was like you all have to share a meal, like you have to share mm-hmm. one of the value meals on there. Um, and 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 she she gave him the roast of the weekend, like she not like she scorched his earth where she said that he looked like uh, the kind of guy that uh, his every meal was at Mission Barbecue and he loved it and he just kind of like slinked away. He was just mm-hmm. like, yeah, you're right. Yeah. And and then yeah. when he left, when he left, she literally turned around and was like, bye, Mission Barbecue. And he just, he was like trying to be a big shot, waving goodbye to everybody because he left early because he was a punk. And um, so he was like, bye, see you at the next one, see you at the next one. And she like, like he like makes eye contact, like just keeps on going past our table and goes on to the next one. Was like, see you next time, see you next time. And she was like, bye, Mission Barbecue. And he just like got quiet and walked off. And I, I, I really hope that he had a, a, a terrible drive home. But you missed the you missed the best part of that of that sandwich though. Let me tell you the middle part. Let me tell you the meat. Yes, so give, give the me day, the meat, Jason. Yes, during the day, um, they get a he got a special lunch from oh, from no. the lunch table no. at the convention, which just so happened to be barbecue. Of course, it was yeah because they they uh, yes. uh, according to their their contract they were allowed to have one. Uh, one food vendor inside, and it was a barbecue place. So that that is so much better. That that's yeah. so great. So so my daughter calls him out <sighs> for it, and he doesn't get it at first. She's like, "Hey, how's your barbecue?" And he's like, "Oh, it's really good. You should try this." <laughs> and then he realizes that he had been called out the whole time on being Mission Barbecue spokesperson. And just drops his head in shame yes, as we're should. all laughing hysterically at this guy. That's why he didn't look at us when we left. When that's, he left, that's amazing. Uh, that is amazing. Well, uh, you can put it on your calendar next year. Um, we will be back at Vet City Con. I've already confirmed uh, that we will have a spot at Vet City Con. Uh, so, uh, with bigger stars to roast uh i've got some of the names uh i've got some of the names have been forwarded to me and uh it looks like it's going to be a pretty good time so uh nice we are gonna get we're gonna get michelle myers this time <laughs> it's gonna be fan and we're gonna get frederick cougar who was the uh who was the what was that knockoff it was like sharp hand joe was that knockoff toy? <laughs> we'll get yeah, we'll get we'll get Sharp Hand Joe in there where it's like sharp he's hand. got like a red and blue. Yeah, if you look up Sharp Hand, if you Google Sharp Hand Joe, uh, you'll see that I think it's I think it was Sharp Hand Joe, uh, and it was a like this Freddy Krueger knockoff toy that is one of the greatest things pretty much ever. Um, but uh, yeah, oh yeah, she totally she totally stole. A condiment bottle. I don't know what's the statute of limitations on stealing condiment bottles from restaurants. I don't know, but I'm looking at Sharp Hand Joe. It's a Where's Waldo shirt, right? And this guy looks like he belongs. This guy looks like he is what Freddy Krueger is based on. Because wasn't Freddy Krueger um like he liked he liked to play with people that were not of age? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm looking at the the google images and this is what the character is based off of like my my goal and I, I've, I've never told anybody this but i don't think anybody would get it 
my goal at one point was to do a sharp hand Joe cosplay. <laughs> uh, which was li- literally just like blue jeans, brown shoes, a Where's Waldo sweater, the Freddy, like the Freddy mask with the glove and the hat. Um, but I feel like people wouldn't get it. Like, like two people no, would get it, wouldn't. but it would like it would make their life, and they would get it, and they would just like freak out over it. But um, you know, the it, like ninety eight percent of people would not get it. They'd be like, "That's the wrong color sweater," and I'd be like no you dummy it like it's right but you just don't know know. there would be buzzfeed articles about you about not doing a cosplay right right still celebrating the fact that you did a cosplay yeah buzzfeed's dumb uh (laughs) buzzfeed i will say their hulu shows are really funny though about the haunted houses and stuff oh um they've got they they used to have a great um buzzfeed unsolved Yes, they're yeah. they're great. Yeah, they those those guys left and started their own company, and they do kind of the same thing now, um, but just for a different company. Um, oh, okay. and yeah, when they left, when they announced that they were leaving, it was like the death knell of BuzzFeed online. Like it, like like the the BuzzFeed like the 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 entertainment part of BuzzFeed because like they carried they carried that arm for so long that um but can i can i tell you one thing before we get into everything can i tell you one thing that uh, i don't know your experience with this but i have tried something this week and i hated it so much that i will not even make it a segment on the show okay you know how i i love gimmick drinks i love gimmick sodas and i love trying sodas that i've never had before and uh out shopping and i found for the first time I, I decided that I was going to try a couple of different varieties of Fago. I I I liked Fago when they were sold at um and in Virginia we have you know like there's Wawa's yeah um, but we have another one called Sheets. It's pretty much the same thing, not quite as clean as a Wawa, um, but I, I I like them a little bit better. But yeah, they used to sell Fago. And now they don't, and I know that we have a a listener that loves Fago with a passion. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and make them hate me because Fago was the most disgusting thing that I have had. The most disgusting beverage that I have had in a long time. I tried the cola, just like the regular cola. Okay. I tried the root beer. And how do you I, mess up a root beer? Oh God, the root beer tastes like ha- even store bought root beer is still pretty good root beer. I mean, root beer is pretty basic. Listen, the, the I can understand cola because sometimes it tastes stale. It tastes sometimes you know it just tastes like it's been in the heat too long. Yeah. Root beer, it's hard to mess up a root beer. The the A&W Zero Sugar root beer tastes so much better than the Fago root beer. Like, it doesn't even taste like root beer. It tastes like garbage water. It is disgusting. And I think, oh, no. here's, the, here's where I, I, I know, I knew where I was going to go wrong with it. Because 
before I had the cola, I was like, I, I like to look at the nutritional facts before I have it just to just to see. It's more oh, of a no, you don't do that. More of a conversation like, oh my gosh, I can't believe this only has X number of grams of sugar or this X number of whatever. Like, I can't believe that it has this much so th- like this little right. sodium or whatever, you know, whatever it is. And I was, I knew that I was going astray when a 20 ounce, um, I bought one of the 20 ounce bottles, like one of the short bottles, 20 ounce bottles of the cola had 156% of your daily sugar. I want to sound surprised, but I don't know what the normal sodas have as far as that goes. Like uh, most of them are 50% or less. Like usually usually it's in like the thirties. Um, so you had syrup. It was, and I was like, I looked at it and I was like, this is not going to be good. Like I already, it clouded my judgment already. I was like, I, this is not going to be good. And it, it was not. And I think the root beer was like 140 something percent of your daily sugar. Like it was, it was not good. So the other one that I have that I haven't tried yet is they have one and it's called um, Firework or Fireworks, Uh-oh. Firework, Fireworks. It's clear, but it has a bomb pop on it. And the Mountain Dew Summer Freeze flavor this year is bomb pop. And so I had I've had <laughs> that and it's fantastic. It's so good. Like, it's unfair how good it is. And I wish they would put that out year round because it's so good. And so I'm like, huh. oh, I'll I'll try I'll, like I'll buy the Fago one because it's probably going to be just like that, just tasteful. It'll be like you know the like the quote unquote like the Coke version of that. It's going to be just like a different right. brand's take on that. So I haven't opened it yet. I haven't tried it yet because I'm now I'm afraid because I've gone zero for two, and yeah. I only have one left. And I'm like, ah, oh, I don't know if I like this or not. What's going to happen? This is what's gonna. This is what's gonna make uh, the listener that likes Fago real sad. Is I know what's gonna happen is I'm gonna open it, I'm gonna take one drink from it. I'm not gonna like it, and I'm just gonna dump the rest of it down the sink. <laughs> I know that's what's gonna happen. Oh, I don't blame you. Now I did actually have a gimmick soda today, and it made me think of you. Oh, what was it? I had the I had the League of Legends extra XP Coke. Oh, yeah, very. But I had like... the zero zero sugar version. Okay, okay. I've been trying to drink I, more. I'm not zero a big fan. Stuff. Yeah, it it was not good for. I, I had it. I thought about having it as a, as a as a gut check or gut reaction, whatever that whatever I call them, gut reaction. Yeah, it was kind of like Coke and Twizzlers, but yeah, not in a good way. A very like fruit kind of. I I tasted a lot of like pineapple mango kind of like in it. Maybe like not 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 a big fan. Uh, but then Mountain Dew came out with all of their. Uh, the Baja summer and I was like that's our summer starting with episode 201 it's the <laughs> summer of gimmick drinks so move over coke so uh, just, yeah. uh, I just had it and I was just like this is not that great so I would not have given it a good score but um, no I didn't I, I was sitting there I was like man you know like you can get um sodas at the convenience store for, and they're normally like a dollar seventy five, yeah. you know, or two for three fifty, or something like that, and then you can get get them from the grocery store where they're like two dollars and something. Yeah, 
I, I was really disappointed I went to the grocery store because that extra yeah. 25, 30 cents could have gone a long way to avoid it. Yeah, it's worse when you when you have to pay, <laughs> when you pay a little bit more and you're, it just makes you that much more disappointed. Um, I've been trying to drink, uh, I've been trying to work in like, uh, I've been trying to work in zero sugar sodas um, into my rotation and some of them are really good like the dr pepper zero sugar is amazing yeah that's really good like that one's awesome I like, I like the zero sugar pepsi better than i like yes. the zero sugar coke yes it's a little bit smoother yes. coke is coke has a sharp taste to it yeah the pepsi is smoother i'll tell you uh like and I, the wild cherry pepsi amazing oh i haven't had the zero sugar of that yet yeah that's, that's really good list. that's um, that is really good the last week of may i went to maine and uh you know they have uh gambling is super legal there so we always go to the casino and when you go to the casino they give you um one of the perks that you have when you walk around they give you free coffee or free soft drinks and okay. uh they have but they're uh, they're all pepsi products and the zero sugar mountain dew is not my favorite so i was like oh I'm here. It's free. They have the zero sugar Pepsi. It used to be, I think, like, I think they used to call it like Pepsi Max or whatever it was. But I was like, I'm going to try this. It's free. If I don't like it, it's okay. So I, I just did like the, I took a cup. I just put like, you know, just a little bit in there and I had it and I was like, this is mm -hmm. really good. So yeah, it's really smooth. Yeah. I like, like it. Like you can drink it and you're just like, yeah, this is pretty good. Yeah. I don't feel bad about it, even though it's got whatever kind of fake sugar that's probably going to kill no, me. No, it doesn't. It uses stevia. Oh, I like that. Is that the one that it's gives not me the, the runs? It's not the aspartame like in the diet drink. Oh, good. It uses, uh, uses like the stevia extract. So I it's like actually, that. um, it's like, it's, it's a different kind of sugar, but it's zero sugar. I like type it. Thing. Like it doesn't have the, the glycemic index thing. I yeah. don't know what it is. I but. like that. It's not the one that gives me the runs, right? Oh, no, I'll still give you the runs. Oh, well, okay. Anything will give you the runs if you try hard enough. Well, you know what? I work from home, so my bathroom's <laughs> right there. It all works out. Um, but no, you texted it's me with a nice bathroom, too. <laughs> Sometimes it gets bad. You just have to take a bath. Um, <laughs> no, you texted me with a really great idea uh, about something that you wanted to talk about. Two things, really, that you wanted to talk about. And... Uh, one of them that I went in a totally different direction than I think what you intended. Uh, but you texted me and you said that uh, there are instances where there are songs from movies, like there are movie versions of songs that you like better than the regular versions yes, of sir. those songs. And so I was like, ooh, well... And, you know, everybody, uh, the, the one that um, immediately comes to mind, and you'll, you'll understand why I did the, uh, why we played the uh, trailer that we played uh, before the start of the show, was uh, there's a, an amazing version of uh, Down With The Sickness from the Dawn of the Dead remake, Hmm. Uh, that a lot of people like better than the actual version that is out. Uh, that was that was more, you know, that that was the version. But there was like this, uh, this that that great like jazz swing version that they played in the uh, Dawn of the Dead '04 remake. Um, 
see how I tie it together. Big brain movements over here. Big <laughs> that brain is this long term booking. It is, man. That's what I'm here for. Uh, no, happy accident. Uh, I have a folder of um, I found like 1300 uh, horror movie radio spots. And I was like, we're just going to start playing those before every show. And <laughs> so I have a folder that's just like radio spots haven't used radio spots have used. So I just pick one and then I drag it from one folder to the other and I just drop it in here. But um uh behind the magic um but uh so that one was one that immediately came to mind i know you had one but then i took a very different approach so what was yours and then i'll tell you how i ruined your topic okay mine was blitz or no ballroom blitz from wayne's world the great um i have to watch how i pronounce her name because there was also a an adult film star of a similar name during that same time tia carrera yeah yes but there was Asia Carrera too. Don't Google her, or at least um, while you're at work. <laughs> if you do, make sure your safe search is on. <laughs> Please. You'll get no results if your safe search is on. Yeah, yeah. Um, but T- Tia Carrera um, did Ballroom Blitz, and it's so much better than the original. I think the original came out like 67 or something like yeah. that. And it was not great. It, it sounded like a... Um, I don't know. It not quite Beatles, not quite monkeys. You know, uh, yeah. it just it wasn't great, but it was there. And they did it in the kind of the metal version, I guess, is w- the best way to describe it. And I love that song. I have it on my phone. I listen to it whenever I'm out. I listen to it when I go jogging. Uh, but it's amazing. So much better than the original. And yeah, that's that's what I have. I like it. That um, was the sole reason I came to you. <laughs> that one. So I could talk about that. So I could talk about Wayne's World. Well, uh, and and when when you say it like that, it makes me feel better about how I how I took it because like immediately the first thing that came to my mind after the Dawn of the Dead version of of uh, Down with the Sickness was uh, the Shrek Two version of Holding Out for a Hero. Yes, which Holding Out for Hero is my favorite song of all time. Really? Really, really love that song. Wow. I love that song with a passion. Did not my know favorite that. song of all time. Did not know that. Yes. Interesting. Um so yeah, that one that one came to my mind and then uh not really the same thing, but um the uh the Doctor Evil version of just the two of us. <laughs> from that Austin Powers movie. Um I yeah. think it was the second one. Um that one I know it's not like the same song because you know it has the different lyrics to it, but right. Man, that version is so good and I like it better than the original one. That's so funny. I might have to look that up later. Do you not remember it? I I I oh. remember I remember it. I re- I remember the clips more than I remember the song. Yeah, um, that's 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 a fair way to go. Um, because yeah, it's like he it fits really well in in the movie because like it it does reference a lot of you know movie plot points, but man, it's just it's it's unfair how good it is. It has, as we like to say, it has absolutely no right to be that good. So is it a fair assumption to say that Mike Myers 
is actually a genius well before his time. Mike Myers is now, now that you said it, is connected to two of my picks, and I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah, isn't that crazy? Oh, oh. Wayne's World and Austin Powers. And Shrek. Uh, yeah, and Shrek says three. Oh, man. Oh, wow. This is just the three Mike Myers. Three out of the four he is he is involved in this is the mike myers tribute show i guess oh oh my gosh such love for the canadian uh, uh because i also thought uh you know shrek had the uh the version of uh i'm a believer which was also really good but um uh, i'm a believer is a great song it really really is but can i can i do it can i do a deep cut please um cut me like an emo Oh no. Uh it's it's a movie that not a lot of people like. It's very divisive. But Jim Carrey's somebody somebody to love from the cable guy. Oh, shut the front door. Is a fantastic Who, who doesn't cut. love that movie? A lot of people don't like it. See, a lot of people don't understand it is the problem. The cable guy is an often misunderstood movie because it's a very you have to you have to understand that it's a it's a very dark comedy. It's not a regular Jim Carrey comedy. And I think a lot of people don't like it because it's not a straight up Jim Carrey comedy. It's a very dark, multiple layered comedy that people are just quick to write off. No, I watched that movie two weeks ago. Really? I love that movie. Really, I haven't seen it in a while. I need to watch it. Um, I can't remember what it's on. It might be. It might be the flicks of net. I'm ooh, not okay. sure, but okay. but yeah. Um, I watched it. I watched it a couple weeks ago. It was great because I was like, man, I haven't seen this movie in a long time. And yeah, who who doesn't want to fight out with their best friend who is secretly like. Well, not so secretly scared and neurotic <laughs> about you. Yeah. In the middle of like hundreds of people in a medieval joust. That's the dream that we all, since I was a small boy. And now I'm just a slightly taller small boy. And it's all I've ever hoped for. I wish there yes. was a medieval times around here somewhere. But there isn't one. I think the, <laughs> is there one? I think there's a, there's like a, there's some kind of dinner theater thing in like Gatlinburg Pigeon Forge. That's a, it's not like a real medieval times. I don't think, but it's like one of those dinner theater. Th it's essentially the same thing, but it's like, it's got that yeah. same theming, but it's not, it's not the same. And if I'm going to Gatlinburg Pigeon Forge, I'm going to see micro wrestling. That's what I'm yes. saying. Like, Period. I get them all the time on my Instagram, thanks to my very good friend Flanagan. You're welcome. And and then the best part about it is, is at the bottom of all the Instagram reels. Yeah. That you can, if you have friends in common, you can see that <laughs> they like them too. Boom, my name. I see your name on every single and one of them. I may have a so. Problem. Do you like Pinky Shortcake? Do you like um no, Little Miss. Oh, gosh. Little, Miss, all Little Miss. Little Miss all the way. Like Little Miss OG. I'm a Little Miss guy too. OG Little Miss. And uh, did, did I tell you the story about uh, having the guy that runs that 
on the show? No. Okay. So, uh, quick, quick sidebar. So I, I like, I, I reached out to the guy, like I sent him a message. I sent a message to the Instagram page and I was just like, just so you know, I've been to the show. It's fantastic. Like went in, uh, Evansville, Indiana. It was fantastic. You know, blah, blah, oh. blah. Uh, if you go to the live show, you can hear that whole story. Uh, but I was like, went there. It was, it was a great time. I would love to have, you know, somebody from there come on the show come on the podcast and talk about it and the guy was like the guy replied it turns out it's the guy that like owns it like he does all their social media whatever and he's like Mm -hmm. yeah call me at this time whatever and so i was like okay like here are the times we record whatever he's like it's fine just call me whenever so called him and like did the interview everything it it went great like I, i i texted everybody else and i was like do you guys want in on this and they're like eh. and i was like i don't know why but okay so I call and okay. I, I, I know, I know. I, sometimes I want You should have called me. Sometimes. I oh my gosh. I would have called sick. <laughs> sometimes I wonder. I would have had like, I would have, I would have called my supervisor and been like, I got to log out. Yeah. I got to, I, I got to, I gotta, uh, you know, I, I have an interview with the, the, the one tall one from the micro wrestling. Um, the one guy who's a, who's, who's, who's six feet something. And, uh, so yeah, like I oftentimes question my friendship with, with, uh, everybody else when I tell them, Hey, we're going to interview the guy that owns and runs micro wrestling. And they're like, eh, like I do, I have to, I have to, I, I reflect a lot on my relationships and my friendships mm-hmm. when that happens. But so I had him on, right. And I'm like, I'm talking and I'm like, you know, we're going over everything. I'm like, yeah, it was great. There's all these different characters. And he's, he's like, kind of excited for it but not really like he's just kind of going through the motions and then we right. get to the end when i'm like and little miss and then like he gets like oh like it kind of fires him up a little bit because he's like yeah little miss blah blah she's great this and that blah 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 and i'm like yeah she's fantastic everything like i i i, I love her blah 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 whatever so then i'm like and by the way i was like you know i'm in kentucky like based in kentucky i'm a licensed pro wrestler and here's the thing about me if you see a picture of me you know i'm 135 pounds and that's if i've got a brick in every pocket and i'm wearing cargo pants and soaking wet like i'm a very like my body type is coat rack i'm a very very svelte thin man i was like licensed pro wrestler nobody really buys the fact that I would wrestle men. So I was like, the gimmick is wrestle women, intergender champ, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, what are the chances that we could get a match where I could, it could be a match with me and, and, and little miss. And so he's like, I don't want to talk about this. He's like, <laughs> like, like he turned, like he turned, like you could just hear it in his voice. He was just like, huh, yeah, because I was like, oh, yeah, tell her I said hi. And he was like, eh. and so like I go through all this. Right. And like, I, I, I feel like I have offended him and I'm like, I, it's not my intention, blah, blah, blah. Like at some point we'll get down to gathering. Like my goal was to, to do a, such a great interview that he was going to be like, hey, when you guys come down, if you want to do a show from here, like if you want to record something, just tell me when you're going to be there and we can like we can work something out together. Right. And I w- did not do that. It was just like, yeah, okay, bye. Hangs up the phone. Right. 
So I'm talking about it later with somebody who's like, oh, yeah, I know him. And I was like, oh, well, you know, I feel like I, I made him mad because this is what happened, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I started talking about it. And he's like, yeah, you know, they're a thing. And I was so? like, and I was like, oh. And he's like, oh, yeah, he's like very, very, like, protective, very, um, you know, whatever about anybody that talks about her he goes into like this mode where he's just like he's he does not want anybody to talk about her like at all and i was just like well i said i wanted to wrestle her and so that's probably not good and he's like oh yeah like he's never going to do anything with you because that probably like he probably puts your name on a list that like you're 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 dead to him and i was like well oh well well it's it's funny. It's funny that you mentioned that you were a licensed professional wrestler in Kentucky. True. I'm not a licensed professional wrestler, but I actually did train for a while in, in Virginia. So we have that in common. Look at uh, among the other things we have in common. We both have yes. professional wrestling experience. You can see a couple of my things on YouTube, even though I don't tell people that because I don't want them to see me. Um, the world of local wrestling is a trip, man. Oh, it's magical. It is. Uh, well, the world of Kentucky local wrestling, not so magical. But it's, 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 it's something all right. Because um, you, yeah, you did. Like, you actually, like, you went through training and like what was your training experience who did you well, train um, with and what was it like and then i'll tell you well, mine. i trained okay yeah i trained under um jimmy boogie woogie man valiant hall uh, of famer yes yeah Woo, mercy daddy um <laughs> trained with him he is he is amazing because he he is so very soft-spoken. He's incredibly soft-spoken behind the scenes. But as soon as he gets a mic in his hand, goes crazy. Um, and apparently that's how he's always been. Like, if you look up anyone talking about him, they've got nothing but nice things to say aside from the urban legends of wrestling. <laughs> yeah. Um, which those, <laughs> you never know, but... um. But yeah, but everyone's like, he's always real soft-spoken behind the scenes, very agreeable. Um, but yeah, he, he went, he's, he doesn't take any bumps ever because he's just, he's done, he's done that. He's been there, done that. He, and he may not be able to take it. Um, I, well, that was uh, working with um, uh, Tracy Smothers. Uh, the, the, the few times I was able to uh Share, oh, nice. a share a show with Tracy Smothers. Like that was basically like the one rule. It was like no bumps. Yeah, it was he's, like, he's been there, done that. He's paid yeah. his dues. Yeah, like man, you like, but but that's the thing about about both of those guys is like they don't need to take bumps to get a reaction from people. So it's fine. Mm -mm. It's fine. Yeah, but um, yeah, they had us. They had us do stuff. I was so I was absolutely horrendous. Um. I had no business being in the ring and it was, it was okay though, because we had some people that were there that were like, they were super patient 
And they knew um, at the time my strengths were I, I had done martial arts all my life. So I knew how to do that. And um, but I, I had no upper body strength. All my strength was in my legs. And uh, they had us take bumps. And, you know, basically one of the exercises you do is everyone kind of gets in a line outside the ring. They jump in. They walk out to the middle and they do a bump. Right. And if you don't know what that is, it's basically where you fall down. Um, so I saw one guy, he bounced off, he like went back against the ropes, took a couple steps and and fell. Like he that was his bump. And I was like, oh, that's awesome. He used the momentum. So I did that and I landed it perfectly. Did great. Could not do a regular bump to save my <laughs> life. I it was so sloppy. It was so sloppy. And they're like, just pick up your feet, like do something. I couldn't do it. Um, and, but I, w I went there for a while. And then, you know, my wife and I, we decided we were going to start having children. So I could not afford to risk getting hurt while she's pregnant or, yeah. you know, or while we have a little baby. So I stopped doing that. But, um, but I got to, there was a wrestler that's really big on the East Coast um, named Scotty Blaze. He's, he was like six foot four. He he is he's as tall as Koran. Um, he was all of like three fifty, and he had hands like bear claws. And and I'll never forget. He threw me in the ropes. He he goes, I'm gonna throw you in the rope. When I come off, I'm gonna give you a chop, which is where they smack you in the chest and then you fall. And yeah. I'm like, okay. He did it. He he hit me and. If if you don't know, and here's a wrestling secret, chops are like one of the one moves that it's not fake. Yeah, they hurt. Period. They are they they hurt as much as hard as they look, they hurt just as hard. So if you see them where they're like looking like they're barely slapping, they're they're not hurting. But when they actually smack you, they hurt and they hurt bad. Yeah. Um so he did that. He chopped me, and I just collapsed to my knees. <laughs> like I just froze. And he's like, he's like, you're supposed to fall back. And I was like, you took my soul. Yeah. <laughs> like, like I had nothing. But um, and I also remember I was in one match, and I thought I was gonna be awesome. I was doing this like 1950s Fonzie type character, and um, I didn't realize at the time, but there are certain things that you can't do as a as someone as a student. Like you can't, um, they call it skinning the cat where you get thrown over the top rope and you hold yeah. on and you pull yourself yeah. back in. You can't do that. Um, heaven help you if you do. <laughs> um, because, because all the veterans will see and be like, who is this? Like, he's trying to look good on us and they will rip you apart. Um, but also you can't, it's called no selling. It's where if you get hit, you act like you aren't hurt. I got thrown in a corner and some guy like chopped me and I just did like, Hey, <laughs> he laid into me. Yeah. Then he laid into me so bad. It got to the point where my chest went numb. And all I'm thinking is, is like, I, if I put my hands up, I'm going to get hurt more. Yeah. You Cause you have that. to take it. Yep. So all I did was I was like, I was like, I've got to play this off comedically. So he finally stopped chopping me. So I, <laughs> I do this like I do the a again and then I fall flat on my face. There you go. Um, and then he was happy with that because he was like, <laughs> "Okay, cool." He 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 knew he knew what 
like he I knew what I did was wrong. Right. And I had to pay the price. Yeah. 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 If you no sell, they will make sure that you have to sell because it will yes. hurt like a like nothing else. Yes. But um I found out we get like, you know, hangman Adam Page trained under on uh, Jimmy Valiant yeah. for a while. You know, and look at him now. He's my favorite wrestler. Look at that. Yeah, that's but it's awesome. Um, there's people that go through. But what about you? What did you do in Kentucky? Oh my gosh. So my my independent I don't I don't like to say independent wrestling. I like to just call it local wrestling because it calling it anything other than local wrestling gives it way too much credit. <laughs> um here's how it started is uh I was co-hosting the radio one day. And this guy came in and he was a promoter out of another city, uh, not here, but he was very, very close and he was promoting a show. And so he like he was sitting there in the like the little waiting area and we're kind of cutting up me and uh, Tony as we're on the air, like we're cutting up and it's real funny and blah, blah, blah. And so then the guy comes in for an interview and he's like, oh, that was so great. You guys are funny, you know, just trying to polish us up like sure. so that we'll we'll treat him right. And we're like, yeah, whatever, blah, blah, blah. You know, we're talking about whatever. And we, we so we we have him. We do the interview and he talks about the show and all that stuff. And uh, we get done and, you know, we're like, oh, yeah, we'll, we'll be there, blah, blah, blah. Like you always say that you're always like, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll definitely be there. But, you know, whether you are or not, you know. I'll try and make it out, right. you know? And he's like, oh, yeah, if you guys go, it'd be great. And then he stopped, and he's like, because you guys are both big fans, right? And we were like, yeah, like, we, we love wrestling. We've loved wrestling, you know, since the 80s. And blah, blah. He's like, do you guys want to commentate for the show? And <laughs> and he couldn't go. Like, Tony couldn't go. So he was like, no, I can't go, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, well, at that point, I was like, you know, I I live by myself in an apartment, and I don't really do anything. Like, I, like, I don't have anything that day. So I'm like, sure, like, what the hell? I'll go commentate right. for a thing one time. It'll be fun. And so completely forgetting that it's, a, it's on a Friday night. So, like, I wake up at 5 a.m. to do radio stuff. Then I work a full-time job. And then after that, I would drive half an hour away to go commentate a wrestling show and then finally be back home after that. Uh, didn't really think that part through, but like go and I have fun and it, it was a fun time. And then he's like, yeah, do you want to commentate like all the time? And I was like, oh. okay, I'll do it until I don't find it fun anymore. And so I start doing okay. that. And then he's like, well, I really want to work in to be a manager. I really want you to do more. And I was like, okay, well like, let's do some stuff. So, like after the shows, um, you know, we kind of do a little bit of training stuff, a little bit of like get in the ring, take a bump, take a hip toss, like just see how your form is and stuff like that. Here are some spots like here's some stuff to do. Here are some holds, just the general stuff like that. Kind of do mm -hmm. that for a little bit. And then he's like, OK, I want you to manage um, like I want you to manage this team. And I was like, all right, like I'm I'm fine with that. So like we do the whole angle where like. I'm the I'm like the 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 heel commentator, right? And uh so like 
I'm doing like I'm making the all the stuff like I'm making the comments at the good guys expense and all that stuff. And then uh, we do the match where there's a tag team match and something there's a kerfuffle in the ring and I get up to do something and I'm like, like, I'm going to help out the good guys. And then I turn on them and I do the um, Bobby Heenan WrestleMania five hold the leg um, and cost the good guys the tag titles. Right. So then I'm I'm now managing the tag team champions, and uh, so we do a couple a, a few more matches where like I've got um like w- where we work me in I have some spots and stuff I get kind of physically involved with all that stuff, and um then the guy who was like the guy who owns it decides that he's gonna sell the company to one of the wrestlers. And so one of the wrestlers is now going to be like the guy who, who used to, who, who owned it at the time. He's like, I don't really want to do anything with it anymore. Uh, I'm kind of getting out of it. So he sells it to one of the wrestlers. And then of course, everything goes to crap because, you know, the wrestler of course starts pushing himself and making himself like he shows up five times on every show. And so I'm like, uh, I just like this isn't fun anymore. And you know my rule is if I'm not having fun, I'm not going to do it. Like if I'm, if it's right. not fun, I'm out. Uh, there's a couple of very good examples of that in my life where I, I'm I'm literally I'll text people and I'm like, it's just it's not fun. I'm out. And so I was like, I, I was sitting at my my actual job, like my my day job, and I was like, really no pun intended, like wrestling back and forth with um, how am I going to tell them I'm not really interested in doing anything anymore. Like, I just, I don't want to do this. Like, it's not fun. Mm-hmm. The drive isn't worth, you know, the, the, the extra time is not worth the $5 a week that they're paying me. I'm just not having fun with it. And like, it's not a fun environment to be in. Uh, and so like, while I'm, I'm like having this internal discussion with myself, I get a Facebook message from one of the guys who's like the right hand man to the guy that, that owns it now. And he's just like, Hey man, we're restructuring a lot of stuff. We just don't have a spot for you. And I was like, this is amazing. (laughs) So I messaged him back and I was like, dude, absolutely no worries. Thank you for the opportunity. Everything was great. Bye. And like never talk to them again. And so my buddy who I worked with um, and I still talk to, like I, I literally saw him on Sunday. Uh, he's, he's, you know, he's a, a wrestler and he was like, man, I'm thinking about starting up a promotion to, to run shows here in town. Like, would you want to be a part of it? And I was like, here's the deal. I said, I will do whatever on the condition and I have, I have like a, and I need to dig it up. I'll send it to you. Uh, but I have like an 18 week story mm-hmm. that I'm like, this is, this is the story I want to do. I was like, I will do whatever else that you want me to do, but this is the story that I want to do. And it was like, I show up and I say like, you know, you guys don't have a women's division and um you know i cleared it with the board of directors and because you know there is not a women's division representation i'm going to be the champion 
like I'm I'm going to be the champion of what would be the women's division and it's going to be the intergender championship. A very like Andy Kaufman throwback. And yeah. and because yeah, like the the you look at me and you're like, there's absolutely no way that he could believably wrestle any pro wrestler that ever existed. Like, there's no way that I could ever get into the ring opposite of somebody and have them have anybody in the crowd be like, he's got a shot. So how do you how do you balance it? You come in and you say, look, like, obviously the company is is like has the same viewpoint as me about women's wrestling because they don't even have a division. I'm at least giving women a shot on the show. And like every match is like a schmoz finish where like it's like two minutes long and it ends up with me like hitting them with the belt or whatever. It's, you know, some dumb stuff like that. And it's like. You know, but I, I like I and and it builds to, you know, it goes like, you know, however many months where, you know, I never get beat and um, it, you know, I always get like it's always like there's a couple times where it's like it's real close. But then, you know, I pull it out in the end by cheating. I always cheat and win and it gets to the end. The end of the story is the whim, the woman that you bring in to win is the one who then turns that title into the women's title. And then that becomes the division. Right. Like that's the, that that's the catalyst to the women's division is like, you know, they finally get the title and, you know, throw that title away and, and it becomes the women's title. So we got like four weeks into the story and then, he started running shows like every three months and then just stopped running shows altogether. So, um, just never, never got there. That's awesome though. Never. Got I there. love it. Like this, the story, like I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to find it. And, um, like I'll, I'll, I'll send it to your email. Like I'll, I'll forward it to you. Cause I did, I, I, I have this, I have this document and it's, it is, it's, forever like i wrote out this whole thing and it's like week by week how all the different interactions happen and like how um just like how it builds and how it builds and um like i was so proud of it and um like i I was so proud of like the whole like the the, it has it has such a good beginning middle like it's 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 I'm not trying to be like, it's the greatest thing ever, but like, it was so fun to write and like picturing it in my head. And I had like, um, like tag team matches where like, uh, I, I got like, you know, somebody to, uh, like, like I basically like, I would have to pay people to wrestle with me because, um, like on my side, because everybody just friggin' like no one wanted to get near me because I was so like, I was so awful about it that people were like, I don't even want to be in a tag team with him. And so like, I would like, (laughs) I would like by hook or crook, like I would get a tag team partner and stuff. And like, you know, dude, it was so fun to, um, it was so fun to write. Let me see if I can, uh, story. So, so in Kentucky, do you have to actually be a licensed wrestler? Yeah. Everything is under, um, Everything is under the the there's like a boxing and wrestling yeah. uh commission and okay. um it's it like they they treat it like it's a um like like it's an actual like real thing 
and oh yeah um, yeah we have that in virginia too yeah, yeah so i'm like eh like you have to go in and you have to get like you have to get a physical and mm-hmm. uh there's like a um there's a like a five or there, there's like a three page thing you have to get and um like you have to have it fill out there's like all these health questions and um mm-hmm. so you have to get it um like you have to get this whole thing filled out and like and notarized by a doctor uh like signed by a doctor and 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 all this stuff and then you send it in and uh then they will approve if you get your license or not so um yeah it's a whole big thing like it's a whole ordeal yeah i found out in north carolina they don't do that so you'll see like the indie or local wrestling is big in north carolina um, because they don't have to do, and which is why the, it was so popular back in the day as well, because they didn't have to get the licenses. They could just run shows and have people come in without having to do all the extra legwork. Um, uh, Tennessee is that way. Okay. Uh, which you're not far from Tennessee. Yeah. So yeah. Tennessee is, um, uh yeah tennessee is like anybody can do anything and um like there's no requirements or anything uh to wrestle at all and Mm -hmm. okay i just forwarded you that outline okay but Um, yeah that's why a lot of um the the bigger name shows too will will do more shows in in those areas yep um now kentucky has lexington which is no joke in terms of wrestling fans. Yeah. Those are, those are big turnouts, but yeah, but they'll do, they'll do a lot more shows. If you look like they'll do a lot more shows in um, those States that don't have the commission. Right. Uh, because it's one less thing that their people have to go through. Yeah. I, I wish that, um, uh, like I wish that my buddy would do a show in Tennessee and um like do a big show where i could do something with it um because uh i think that would be a ton of fun but uh because yeah i'm only like half an hour from the the tennessee line so yeah but you're half an hour from the scary tennessee line yeah it's not the fun part like it's not even the like the normal tennessee line it's the scary tennessee line and when i say the scary tennessee line tennessee's already pretty sketch anyway it really is uh, so, uh, you're you're close to the line that's like oh please don't break down please please don't break down for yeah. so many reasons and they're all correct yeah oh everything you think every yep. reason you think is correct it's every horror movie that you can think of in the beginning where someone's driving a car it's all of those merged into one when you cross yes. that and state we, line and when we say that we really mean like we we really mean Every single horror story. Does this horror story take place in the country? Yes. Does it take place in the city? Yes. Does it take place in Afghanistan? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and everything yeah. applies. Yeah, because within a four-mile stretch of the line of at Tennessee, like you will see all of those environments. And none yes. of them are friendly. Yes. Yeah. You you hate GPS at that point because you're like, where are you driving me through? Yeah. It's like I've seen this movie and it does not turn out good. It does. It is bad. But it was fun. I loved visiting you. Uh, yeah, it's. 
I can't wait for the next time because it was fantastic. And um, yeah, there's there's a couple of uh, a couple of good names uh, for the next convention that um, as long as they have more, then it will have to be a yearly thing. So. Oh, uh, I'm I'm all about it. <laughs> I thought you were going to be like, oh, 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 no. That was a one shot. No, 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 no. I am. I am all about it because I tell you, um, yeah, it it was so much fun. I loved calling out Koran and Peacock. Um, like at the pizza place. Yeah. Which was great. Okay, so so let me tell this story. Yeah. We're at Vet City Con, and afterwards we're all deciding we're going to go out and get some pizza for dinner because it was it was running a little bit late, and everyone just wanted. Something that they could chill and eat. Oh, with. can I just interject one second? When absolutely it was deciding what we were gonna have to eat, and like I'm I'm packing down like uh, the the table and everything, and and everybody's like, oh, oh, blah blah blah, like trying to decide what to eat, and they someone asked me, oh, like you know what what do you want to have? Like, what's your vote to have something to eat? And I said, I don't really care. Whatever you guys want, just know that I had pizza last night. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, cool, cool, cool. So then we get done, and they everybody goes, oh, yeah, we're going to get pizza. Yes. And I was like, thanks. Yes, because... Thanks. I think I think the reason why is because um, Koran and Peacock had to drive out, and they had a couple-hour drive. So it was just... It was the easiest thing at the time, and there weren't a lot of other places that were reasonably priced that were open. <sighs> those cheap bastards. I think I could be wrong because I didn't care, but you know, but I think that's what we did. But, um, anyway, sorry. So go we go and we decide we're meeting at this place and we had established that we are going to meet at the door. We're going to meet outside at the door. That way there's no discrepancy. We don't have to worry about people, you know, being in there waiting for you and stuff. We're just going to meet at the door. We're going to go in together. Is that accurate? Yes. Okay, cool. So we do that. It's it's me, Flanagan, and my daughter. We all meet at the front door, just like we said we would. Yes. We're waiting out there probably five minutes or so. Yeah, it was about, yeah. Which Okay, and which five minutes doesn't sound long. But after you have been moving all day and you're tired, you're setting up and you're breaking down stuff, and you are exhausted at the end of the day, Five minutes is like an hour. Yeah. So so you're you're there, you're waiting. We look in the door and we see them already in line. Oh yeah. And they're like not not the beginning of line. They're like halfway through the line. Yes, yes. There are people behind them. So we decide to come in and my daughter and Flanagan both give the like the shrug, like what the heck kind of thing. I yell at them from across the store. And yell that they are making a scene, <laughs> which in turn, <laughs> which is my favorite joke ever. I actually did it at um, at a flag retirement ceremony for the Boy Scouts. That's awesome. With one of the Scout Masters. He thought it was hilarious. Vets got pissed. But, <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, but yeah, so I yell at them. They're making a scene. This family is in the back corner of the restaurant just giving me the death stare. 
when I see them give the stuff there, I swear I think the the dad flicked me off. <laughs> I, I could be wrong, but I because it was it was a few months ago. But I swear, I, if I remember correctly, he flicked me off. But I was laughing so hard I wanted to pee myself in the middle of the store, which would have just caused more of a scene. Yeah. I so I did. But, but yes, I love I love it. I realize that is my all time favorite joke to do now is when people are just kind of chilling, I will call them out on something very loudly and yell at they are making a scene because of it. I love it. It was great. Yeah, like it, it was like one of those in the movies where, you know, someone walks into the bar and there's a record scratch and everybody just looks at the door when yeah. you yelled out, you're making a scene! And everybody was just quiet. And I was like, yep. But to my defense, the people behind the counter... Thought it was hilarious. Oh yeah, everybody, everybody laughed, but that one family, that one family was not having it. But everybody else loved it. It was, it was a good time. <laughs> I felt fun. bad for that family because they were like, "Oh, let's let's have a nice family night tonight and make your own pizzas." And Listen, we're gonna go to the pizza subway place. Yeah, if you're going to the subway of pizza, you're probably not, you know, high class family outing. But you know, it was but. it was good. I enjoyed it. I wish there was one here. It was fun. It was a fun time. I will give it that. I will give him that. Yes. It was fun. But yeah, I was like, yeah, literally we started out and it was like, hey, where do you like, where do you want to go for food? Like, what sounds good? And I was like, I don't care. Just just know that I literally had pizza last night. So pizza would not be my first choice, but anything else is good. Hey, we're going to get pizza. <sighs> yeah. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. All right. So that was that was that, but uh, that was. It's like at least at least let's go somewhere where we can use the stolen mustard. But no, yes, we had to okay, yes. Pizza. So you have to tell that story. I, I is the statute of limitations up? Can I tell it? Yes, you can definitely tell it because, um, yeah, you can you can tell it. All I right. think I think three months is enough to where they've replenished their mustard right, at well, the time, and we definitely paid enough for those lunches. All right, we'll tell it before. Uh, before we get out of here, we'll we'll tell this story. This will be our go home story. So, at at Vet City Con, um, we're all like, there's there's a couple of food options around, but there's a really great. They have a uh, like a a cafe inside where the museum is, and um, you know it, it's it's the last time that we went, it was fantastic. It was they had like you know great burgers, these great fries, everything was everything was awesome. And I had no idea that in between last time and this time, they did a complete rework of everything about that place, like from the menu to the seats to everything, like the layout of everything. Mm -hmm. Everything was totally different. So that was my bad. I did not do my research on that ahead of time. So it was still good. No, it was really good. Delicious. Uh, it was delicious. It was just, it was just not, not what I was expecting. And, um, knowing what I know probably would not have suggested that. Um, uh, but neither here nor there. So yeah, it, it was probably about twice as much as it was before. Yeah. And it like the portions were not any bigger and it was, you know, whatever. So, we get done, and uh, you know, as as we're there, we're we're 
talking and we're laughing and we're cutting up and Koran is like the mayor of every city that he's in. So he's inviting people to come to the table that none of us know. Um, but he knows. And so he's inviting people to come hang out. And so now our table is like 15 people big. And so like one of the jokes is, um, you know, your, your, your daughter starts joking about, well, she's just going to steal this mustard. And we're like, ha, 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 ha. And you're like, no, don't, no, like, like that, that, that's not, that's funny, but no, we're not doing that. We're not, we're not stealing, like, blah, blah, blah. And then so, ah, joke's over. So we get up and we leave, and everybody's leaving, like, we've paid and, you know, everything that and we're, we're getting up and we're leaving. And we get back to the table, like our, our table inside the convention, and all of a sudden, like we look over and she's she's like got whatever it was it was it was something and she was putting mustard on it and eating it yeah i don't remember what it was it, like crackers but, something something with and she was just like squirting the mustard on it and eating it squirting the mustard on it and eating and like every one of us did a double take cuz we were like okay fine wait a minute like where did you get that mustard and then and then she's like Oh, and just like puts it back in her, and you're and you're like, no, 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 no. Like, where'd you get that mustard? And and she's like, yeah, took it from the restaurant. Did it? Yeah, and yeah. You know who told her go ahead and do it? Who? Peacock. Of course. He's like, he's like, they were, we were all leaving. He's like, go and grab mustard. It'll be funny. Yeah. <laughs> so he's a bad influence. Yeah. He's a bad influence. It was awesome. Um, and then, and then you're like, we're going to go take it back. And then all of us were like, no, don't take it back because then they're going to be like, you know, did you do something to it? You know, like they're going to, they're going to, they're, they're not going to want to take it back. Even if you brought it back, they weren't going to want to take it back. But, um, right. Um, but you know, yeah, so she did, she totally, she totally stole it. Um, did you, did you make her tell her mother when she got home? Oh Yeah. <laughs> But what do you do? You, you, yeah. you there's nothing you can do except laugh, right? Like because it, it's I funny. Mean, it's, it's a, a it's a thing of mustard. It's a fairly victimless crime. Yeah, I mean, it's not like I mean, it wasn't just like she stole a couple packs. She stole like a bottle of French's mustard. Yeah, like it, it was like a bottle. Like it was like an at the table like <laughs> condiment pack, like bottle of mustard. And I mean, it was it was funny. Like I will give her credit. Like it was funny. And... It, it was random. Out of all the things. That was that was it, but you know whatever, I guess. Yeah, I mean, so it was it was another it was another funny story that we can tell from the convention. And uh, if you have listened to this, uh, you are now officially an accomplice. So if you if you say anything, then you're part of the crime. So unless you want to get in trouble too, you'll keep your mouth shut. Um, So that's usually what happens. Is usually. Somewhere along the line, uh, when we go to a convention and we go out to eat somewhere, like somebody will take something from somewhere. So that was just her paying her dues to be part of the club. <laughs> so she's now part of the convention club. So there you go. That's what happens. Um, well, see, the only thing I ever pulled out from one of these places is like depression. Oh wow, that got dark in a hurry. 
Well, you know, I didn't, I, I did make good. Oh, and just so you know, last time I was here, last I was on, last time I was on the show, we talked about um, an incident where I gave Flanagan's Oreos to yes. someone inadvertently. Yeah. yeah. I want you to know when we went to Bet City, <laughs> I, I reciprocated his Oreos like threefold. It was, it was pretty funny. Like you showed up, you were like, oh yeah, I have this for you. And it was just like, a, a, you, you pulled out like a pallet of Oreos and I was like, unnecessary, but they will be eaten and they were eaten and they were great. Were they? Were even like the, I think it was like a coffee filled yeah, one or something. I, like you know, I love the weird gimmicky stuff, and I've I've over the last couple of years I've become a coffee drinker, and the 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 coffee taste with that stuff is good, and it was actually it was a really good cookie. So, uh, oh nice, thank you very much. You're very welcome, uh, my friend. So it was good, um, and I think now that we have. Uh, Come full circle. I think we are about out of time on this studio rental, my friend. That was a that was a fun episode. That just flew right by. That was. Thank you so much for having me, man. Like you know, we were we were talking a few weeks ago, and we were talking about um, uh, like on the show, and we were like, you know, Coron's gonna be gone that week, and you immediately messaged me. You were like, let's do something fun, and I was like, done, and. <laughs> That was great. So I appreciate you taking the time. Make sure everybody you go and you check out Jason's show, Superhero Deep Dive. You can find it on our page on TN2MShows.com. You can find it on all of our social media. And, of course, we didn't even get to talk about uh, the where you can hear it on the radio, as it were. That's right. Um, cause we're both, uh, part of the, uh, the outward fleet radio where you can hear this show, Jason's show and other fine programming. So, yeah. Yes. When are you on, uh, Wednesdays? You're, you're, you're on outworld at night. Yeah. Yeah. We're on the, uh, we're on the, um, the after dark because we don't yeah. wear pants and our first episode that they played was the one that was called uh, pull the flap back. So it can't be during the regular time. It has to be during the <laughs> after hours. Um, and then it was funny because like they, they started to like, he was like, uh, you know, what episode do you want to start with? So I was like, start with this one because it, it, will, it will be, it will be really a good jumping on point. And then like right after that, we had a bunch of best ofs that were like non, non continuity at all. But it was the two best of episodes that we've played in the last like month are the first two episodes where the inmate starts writing a story about Koran. Oh, that's awesome. Which are like, if you've never heard those episodes, those two are some of my favorite. Uh, it was like jail mail was like a brand new segment that we were doing because this guy wrote a he wrote a four part story about Koran. And it is the funniest but most disturbing piece of inmate fan fiction that I have ever read in my life. And <laughs> he wrote he wrote four parts, but he actually wrote a fifth part because we got so backed up one week that um, or we got so backed up for a while that I read the first two parts 
And then it was a while before we read the third one. So he thought we didn't like part two. So he rewrote part two and then sent it to us. So we had a second part two and then he kept writing the rest of them. So, um, but yeah, so it ends up being, it's a four part story and it's, it's like Koran and oh my God. Like, yeah, if you've never, if you've never heard it, you owe it to yourself just to listen, like listen up to that part in the show and then go to the next one. And like, I, I laughed until I cried when I was reading these because they're so funny. And oh, that's amazing. so, um, so yeah, like it, it started out where he was like, you know, what episode do you want to start with? And I was like, this one, this one's a great episode and it's not too far back. So like we have a little bit of a cushion and then it was like, a week, two weeks later, it was like best of episode back for an episode, best of episode. And I was like, at least we're picking great best of episodes. So people can be completely damaged by an inmate writing a story about him. So, Oh, absolutely. So, you know, it is what it is, but so you can catch our shows here on TN2Mshows.com across all of our social medias. Make sure to check out superhero deep dive. And until next time, when you hear us again, it will be episode 200. So we're going to have next week the FWB podcast 200th episode spectacular where we have all sorts of um, fun guests and throwback bits and all kinds of stuff. I don't know. We're going to have a phone-in portion. I don't know what we're doing. We're doing all kinds of fun stuff uh, if Koran ever comes back from vacation. So until then, I'm not going to finish the show like he normally does. I'm just going to say thank you for being our friends with benefits. You guys are awesome.